This is the Alchemize Your Life podcast. On this episode, we will make you worship the devil. <laughs> Just kidding. Hi, I'm Cian Kenshin. And I'm Sophie Ma. And we're here to alchemize your life. In this podcast, we show you how to apply the principles of spirituality, prosperity, and sexuality to create true and lasting transformations in your life and business. Join us at the Prism Institute of Quantum Alchemy as we explore the ancient, esoteric teachings of Buddhism, Tantra, Hermetics, and more. As we weave these primal energies together within ourselves, we repair the fractured consciousness of humanity itself. Join us in liberating the world and realizing that the gold is in you. What's up, guys? So today, we want to talk about some stories that have been coming up around magic, around the word magic, what the word magic means, the use of magic. And this has all really been coming up because um, we're in now our Solomon's Crypto Magic container. It is officially running. It's, this is a high-level container of people that are ready to uh, change the world using magic to create wealth for themselves, their families, and their communities. And uh, there's a lot of ritual work and a lot of like high-level ceremonial magic. And this has brought up a lot of triggers for people and has brought up a lot of concerns. And we thought, well, if this is coming up in this group of, you know, 20 plus future magicians, it's probably coming up in the collective. So how about we just address this all right Pub here? Publicly for everyone to hear. Right here. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. So what were some of the questions people were asking or some of the fears that were coming up? So we're going to focus because there was a lot and, you know, we could do multiple series of, of podcasts, but we're going to start on like the three that seem to be like a interrelated and be the most pervasive. Mm -hmm. So I'll list them here and then maybe we can, you and I can just jam. All right. Does that let's, sound good? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So the first one um, that comes up is this idea of um, inadvertently stepping into a covert contract with an entity. Oh, my. Yeah, it's like, fuck, I wouldn't want to do that. And one thing that's really interesting to me about this is that, um, you know, we do a lot of teaching with men, especially on uh, on covert contracts and, yeah. and how this already exists in, in the regular consciousness. Just, just with humans. But with humans. <laughs> so it was interesting to me to see this story come up. But and it was also really interesting to me Wait, to hear. It's, it's I, I give you a massage and I get the sex, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? That, but that, is, isn't that how it works? That's, that's why I became a Reiki master. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but that that's a, that's actually that's a real example. It's, it is a real example. <laughs> that is a real example that happens in the 3D reality that we we see it all the time. So it was really interesting to me to see that like, you know, expressed in the magical world of like, oh, well, if I do magic, then I'm going to be borrowing the energy of something else. Yeah. Where, and where's, make, where's my power coming from? Yeah, I'm going to and because so I guess, yeah, let's just dive into this one then since we're already doing it. Um, you know, this this idea of like, I don't have my own magical power, my magical power must be borrowed from something that is not me, whether that's like a fairy or a spirit or a deity or a demon or an angel or something like that. And because I don't have my own energy, and I have to borrow it from something else, that something else will want something in return. Mm. Right? Oh, there's, yeah. there's this tie there. So like, by even using magic, 
I therefore am creating a contract with this being that is not me because I must borrow their power instead of using my own. And these beings are all going to work on this karmic level of, of exchange, this monetary, which is a very human construct. This idea of exchange is a very human construct. And therefore, because there's they're going to want something back from me, it's not like I can give them money. Yeah. Right. So therefore they're going to have, they're going to come to me one day and they're going to want like my firstborn child or something like that. Yeah. Cause, cause you're viewing it from a position of disempowerment. Right. And, and we're applying our human understanding of the way the world works onto the spirit realm when it doesn't work that way. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like, um, stories in, in, uh, history about like theosophy and invoking, uh, entities and like, making contracts with them and stuff so i can i can see where that would come from yeah it's it's not that it's not a thing yeah. that is absolutely a thing but it is one type of thing and it's not necessary it's not necessary especially if you recognize yourself as the creator mm -hmm. <laughs> at least a fragment of thereof and you you can actually wield your own power mm -hmm. you know um yeah so what we like the first, the first thing here is you have your own power. You are your own power source. And if you want to work with additional entities and energies, you, you absolutely can. Most of them are very malevolent and they are not going to ask something of you like, I'm sorry, benevolent, <laughs> Bene benevolent. They're good guys. We're dealing with the good guys here. Now, I don't want to go into the like super woo woo, but like, are there demons? Are there bad guys out there? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There are. We live in a world of duality. The duality exists on the spirit realm just as much as it exists in this 3D realm. Are there tricksters out there? Yes, absolutely. There are. But like, nobody is telling you that in order to do magic, you must work with these entities. Well, and, and there's like, you know, schools like ours implement like controls and safety measures right that's yeah. why we require people to take the foundations of magic course yeah right and it has karmic training what is karma how does it work how do you protect yourself from having desires that are going to pull you off of the path right like because mm -hmm. we all know these stories of people who get so uh, enamored with the material realm that they forget about the spiritual and just dive into like hedonism and like that takes you off of the path right yeah and, and that, that actually feel, that actually dovetails us really nicely into fear number two so I'm just going to list what that is and then okay. I'll let you keep going so fear number two is that there's a fear that I'll get consumed by my own power that I'll get consumed by the black magic that I will become a bad person that forgets to care about other people yeah. because I'll, I'll become this like evil sorcerer yeah well and and like both of those are related yeah like if number two is possible number one is also possible mm -hmm. right because like the malevolent entities <laughs> or the tricksters actually that do exist you know we're not we're not going to say that they they're you know everything is like fuzzy bunnies and stuff like yeah there's, there's there duality so how do i protect myself from that well you protect yourself from that by not being selfish not being egocentric yeah not being narcissistic yeah and that's why a uh, course like the foundations of magic our 21 days is so important mm -hmm. like people don't people like think oh you know like um i i take like five vows to like basically not harm others and to um honor people's autonomy and to not like not seek control or power over others and they think like 
people wonder why are those things important? Like even the Ten Commandments in a way, like mm -hmm. why are those things important? Those things are important to keep you from falling down these paths of, yeah. of uh, hedonism, of selfishness, uh, where you become open to working with entities like that. Because if you're selfish, you're like, well, yeah, I should have that guy's wife or I should have that person's money right that this is this is taking from others yeah. right taking that which is not freely given yeah and in the type of magic that we teach we're not teaching you to take that which is not freely given we're not taking you to we're not teaching you to take from your neighbor or your friend or a business partner we're teaching you to create more for the benefit of all beings, because this mm -hmm. is not a zero sum game. This isn't just like all the money that exists here is just the amount of money that exists. There's new money being created every single day. There's more abundance available. There's more energy available every mm -hmm. single day. This is an expansive type of energy where we're here to create more than what was created before, not to take what already exists. And in fact, the way that you stay safe is it's a co-creation yes. with existence right mm -hmm. with the the foundation of this reality whether you call it god or you call it consciousness or you call it the quantum field or whatever it is that you call it there there is this field this lunar consciousness that you're playing with mm -hmm. and it's a, and it's a game mm -hmm. you know and and if you play the game in a way that's compassionate and caring towards all of the players in the game which is exactly what we covered in the last podcast episode the talk uh, talking about all of the players and all of the beings and all, you being responsible for all of those if you have that frame that mindset yes it's literally impossible for you to go down the wrong path because you are here as an agent of existence to benefit all to in increase the happiness and wealth and abundance of everyone mm -hmm. and, and not just yourself right like mm -hmm. that's how we start if you start from that point of this is not just about me yeah and if you've taken our 5k in five days course you know that you cannot manifest abundance with it being just about you that it's it's, it's really really difficult i guess unless you deal with malevolent entities mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. The, the way to bypass all of that negative stuff is to let go of this sort of selfishness, egocentricity. Yeah. And to recognize that we're here to create abundance together with others, not to take it from. And I just want to recognize too, like this, this people come by these stories honestly. So if these stories are true for you, like we're not poo-pooing them. Like these are in the collective consciousness. These are yes. in society. Like I have seen countless, countless, countless movies that involve somebody getting into a little bit of magic and then all of a sudden, boom, they're like, you know, worshiping Satan and they're, you know, they've polarized all of their friends and maybe their parents have become soup or something like that, right? Like this story exists in the collective consciousness. It is pervasive in society, in pop culture, in stories that go back hundreds of years because they want you to be afraid of using magic. Like anytime you see all of pop culture and all of society telling one narrative consistently over and over and over and over and over again, whether that is talking about health standards or magic or anything else. Anytime you see everybody going viciously in one direction and like silencing the other direction, you have to kind of wonder why. 
what's the motivation there, right? Why isn't there a balance of stories? Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. And and if you're, you know, like at, at a certain level, at a certain level of consciousness where you are maybe ethnocentric or egocentric, perhaps magic isn't the best tool for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's true. Like, so, so there is... There's there is some value to those stories, but if you're listening to this podcast and you're in our field and you're like you're you're way past that, yeah, right, like and and so like you don't have anything to be afraid of, and and the fact that you are questioning it means that you have the level of consciousness that is ready and able to wield these powers in a way that is healthy. Mm-hmm. I have two really good 3D realm examples here, like. Um, let's look at alcohol, right? Now we all know that alcohol has addictive tendencies, mm, right? Good, good example. And we all know that that alcohol has the ability to create um, addiction. That has the ability to completely and totally decimate families, to kill, like to cause death, right? Like it's a very, very destructive drug. But I mean, how many times have you had alcohol in this past week? How many drinks have you had? you are not afraid of you becoming an alcoholic if you're listening. Like, I'm assuming for most of you, that's the case. And you still choose to drink responsibly. I'm assuming most of you don't have DUIs. I'm assuming most of you probably haven't, like, killed somebody accidentally by driving down the road, right? Like, the that reality exists. Is it possible? Yes. But it does not exist for you. you. And you are not choosing to live in that reality and you still choose to drink on occasion. Maybe you have a glass of wine at dinner or maybe you go out with friends. You still enjoy the benefits of alcohol without becoming an alcoholic. And this is an, but there are some people out there that the second they start drinking, they're that they're going down the alcoholism route, right? Yeah. So those stories exist in the field and you see them and that creates fear because yeah. you're like, oh, what if that happened to me? You know, and, and, and like, that should provide you a, a certain level of insight that you're like, you're actually aware of that possibility, that you're actually aware of that that could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that you're, you're thinking at that level means that, you know, you're not going to go that way. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is another reason why like self-responsibility and, you know, in Buddhism, they say Sangha community is mm-hmm. super, super, super important. When you're going down this path, A, having self-checks, right? And we even teach us in our crypto, right? Like having self-checks to make sure you're not getting greedy and you're you're like playing within rules of the game um, is really important in magic just to make sure like we don't believe that you're going to go down that path. But if you are questioning, then having a self-check system is definitely valuable. And you really like Sangha is so super valuable and What's so Sangha? super important community. Sorry. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so having community, people that are going through this with you. And that's why we love our Solomon's Crypto Magic Container so much because we've got 20 plus people in there that are all journeying these fears. And they're also there. We've encouraged them to connect with each other because now they've got somebody that can call them on their shit. If it's yeah. needed. It's specifically a community of practitioners. Correct. Well, exactly. Yeah. A community yeah. of practitioners that are all going through this process together. And exploring and experimenting and like holding each other and reflecting to each other like, oh, you should, probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe that's not the best way to do it. Or maybe that's totally fine and you don't have anything to worry about, yeah. right? So you can hold each other 
Um, and that's why we've, we've made community such a core part of these higher level magical containers, because when you hold each other, you have that ability, just like your best friend, like, Hey, should I, should I DM this guy? Like, yes or no? Like, should I have this extra drink? Like you have somebody to keep you in line when you do get a little out of control. So we had another, um, question and it was about like worship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you kind of commented on this a little bit already, which was really beautiful, but, um, yes. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. So it was like, you know, Hey, I already have my own belief system. Like I want to do magic, but I can't like worship anything that's not my God. Mm -hmm. And it's like, great. Cool. You, I'm really glad you have that connection. That's amazing. You already have a source of power then. Yeah. Right. Like that, that helps you believe in yourself and, and helps you feel safe because mm -hmm. you have that connection and that's super important. And like, nobody should ever tell you that that's wrong. No. Right. Like, no, well, then you're getting into the realm of religion, right? A religion will tell you, you must be in this religion versus another, but magic isn't about religion. Magic is the science and study of energy and, and manipulating the field of energy. Yeah, and, and what magic understands is that all of these labels that we apply to things like gods, deities, uh, angels, angels, demons, demons etc. They're just labels so that we can refer to the energies that we're dealing with. We're invoking or evoking or mm -hmm. asking for help or praying to or worshiping or whatever it is that you choose of your own volition to do, yeah. we label these things so that we can mentally connect with that, yeah. whatever, whatever it is. If we right? look at like all of the major, you know, older religions, we can look at like Egyptian religion, we can look at Hinduism, we can look at Greeks, we can look at the Romans, we can look at the Celtic gods. There is a reason why all of them have names for basically the, the same, same energies things. yeah there, there's corollaries there yeah right like um like hermes is uh is the messenger in in uh, greek mythology mm -hmm. in egyptian mythology it's uh toth mm -hmm. right like he's he's kind of the go-between yeah, so you've got different names. So like you can look at like uh, the easiest one in modern times to like literally just Google is if you look at the correlation between Roman and Greek gods. There's always a Roman god and a Greek god for like the exact same freaking thing. And then if you wanted to expand that, you can look at like Celtic gods, you can look at like um, you know, Buddhist deities versus Hindu deities yeah. versus, you know, so it's like you, Egyptian you can, deities. You can use any labels you want. Yeah. Right? Like we even teach, you know, like if you're talking about um, if you're, if you're dealing with the elemental energies, right. And you're dealing with fire, like fire is a certain type of element. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can invoke the elemental of fire or you can invoke Michael, yep. which is the archangel who represents fire. Or you could invoke the energy of summer or the energy of South. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, these are just labels that we apply to really tune into the right frequency of energy. Um, but it's not even necessary to believe that, yeah. right? Like if, if you have a belief that these are your deities or this is your God and this is the only thing that you want to do, I mean, magic doesn't require you to change. No. Like magic, guys, magic is just science. It's, it's just, literally science. It's just the esoteric science that has been like rejected by the exoteric like crowd. 
Yeah. Right. And so it doesn't require you to believe anything. It requires you to experiment. Yeah. And you study of cause and effect, right? So like when I say, when I like, even let's just use like manifestation. When I do gratitude in the morning, I am happier throughout the day. That's cause and effect. That's magic. You chose to do uh, magic as in gratitude in the morning, and then you had a better day as a result. Or I do gratitude and I have a shit day because I don't feel like I have anything to be grateful for. Yeah. Also a valid experiment. Or I I pray to my one and only true God, and he gives me blessings as a result of that, and that's my magic. Yeah. Great. That's perfect. Yeah. Like, this, this is... Guys, there are no really hard and fast rules to this game other than learning what works for you right there are universal principles and laws that that cannot be broken Mm -hmm. um like gravity can definitely be bent Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um only by higher level principles and laws Uh, and those are the rules of the game you need to learn but none of those are man-made rules none of those say thou shalt only worship this one being or thou shalt worship these this pantheon of beings like there's there's no hard and fast rule Mm -hmm. if you believe that you have to do that that is the game that you're playing and that is your truth and that's totally okay Mm -hmm. and nobody should tell you otherwise Nobody should tell you that your God is wrong. No, absolutely not. Right? And certainly no real magician who's, who's practicing and understands the nature of reality would tell you that that's wrong. And not even that your God is wrong, but that your God is fine, but you have to worship these other ones too. Like that's yeah. also not a thing yeah, that anybody should be it's, telling it's, you. It's also not necessary. No. Right? Like, like if somebody tells you you have to do it this way, they don't actually understand how any of this works. Yeah. And you should run away. Yes. <laughs> they're, just, they're playing at a different level of understanding, which is, you know, it, it's not that they don't understand. They're just at a, a different level of understanding than we are, which is less inclusive and, and would be restrictive. Would be restrictive. And it's not necessary. Like yeah. what, we, what we've seen is you can worship anything or nothing, or nothing and it still works Yeah, because that's not a requirement. The requirement is for you to get into the state that worship brings you into, which is a state of gratitude, Mm -hmm. right? Is a a state of humility humility and belonging and love. Yeah. As long as you get into that state, how you get there, it doesn't matter. No. Right? It may matter to you. I'm sure it does matter to you. So, you know, like pay attention to what matters to you and just accept those. Yeah. You know? Unless you feel the need to change it. If you feel the need, not somebody else is telling you to, if you feel like you want to change it, then you absolutely should and you can. Yeah. Or if you feel that, you know, you just want to experiment like we talk about in the podcast all the time, just just want to try something else on, then yeah, the invitation is always there to explore and try different things on, but it is not a requirement. And the only person that should be deciding if that happens is you. We live in a reality of many truths. Mm-hmm. Even sitting here in this same room, Sophie and I are both experiencing wildly different truths. Especially because I have headphones on. <laughs> so my truths about how this sounds are different than his truths about how this sounds, right? Yeah, totally. Um, so, like, at the end of the day, guys, like, the only danger 
that exists is for one to go down the path of selfishness, self-centeredness, and trying to override another being's autonomy, Mm -hmm. right? We say this again and again. Karma comes from doing bad things. Bad things involve diverting people from their path. Yeah. Right? Diverting other beings love, from their path. Love spells that say, I want that person to fall in love with me. That's an example of something bad, of diverting someone from their path. Versus I want this type of person to fall in love with me so I can have this type of relationship. Yeah. And then, you know, that gives existence the opportunity to co-create with you. Does this mean I have to take down my Brad Pitt altar? Probably, unless Damn. unless you're worshiping him, in which case I couldn't tell you to take it down. <laughs> <laughs> What's if the difference you... between a love spell and a worship spell? Hmm. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know if we want to get into that. <laughs> but you, if you want to, if you want to worship Brad Pitt, go right ahead. I will. I will continue to worship the fabric upon which all of that exists. So, what we're saying, guys, is um, yes. Magic, just like alcohol, has its pitfalls, right? But it's all about how you use it. How you choose to relate to it and whether or not you trust yourself. Right. And if you do our Foundations of Magic course, which is on theprism.org. It's very affordable. It's, it's you know, 21 days. It's going to take you through a process of realizing that we're all here to help each other we're all here to help reduce the suffering of all beings and if you approach everything you do with that foundation then there's nothing ever to fear Mm -hmm. and if you're not ready for the 21 days for the foundations of magic listening to this podcast is a great way to stay in positive you know white light style magic And if you're looking for your Sangha, your magical community, and you're not yet in one of our high-level containers that includes it, join the Facebook group. The Facebook group is free. There's lots of practicing magicians in there. Everybody's there for the benefit of all beings. So you're going to have a really, really great community. Um, And Sian and I are increasing our activity in that group as well over the coming weeks. So you'll see more of us in there too. Yeah, it's the Prism Institute of Quantum Alchemy on Facebook. Yeah. And if you guys, we're trying out a new feature of Spotify here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just asking you, uh, if you guys have any topics that you're interested in hearing us talk about or any questions, we're, we're going to put out a poll here and it's going to ask you uh, to give some feedback as far as what you'd be interested in. Yeah, we love hearing from you and we're here to create contact uh, content that is of service to you. So... Let us know, and we will see you in the next episode. We are so grateful that you decided to hit play on today's episode. If anything in this episode has inspired you or helped you transform your life, make sure to let others know by sharing a review on Spotify or iTunes so we can keep our community growing. We absolutely adore giving away free gifts, Send us a screenshot of your review to team at theprism.org to receive a special meditation from us as a gift of gratitude. We absolutely cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Between now and then, don't forget to visit our website at theprism.org. And remember, the goal is always in you.